the MLS Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Circa Sports. Circa Sports is back with their Circa Survivor and Circa Millions contest. $14 million up for grabs. Get all the details at circasports.com. Week 26, here we go. Jacob, we just had week 25 on Wednesday, July 12th. And now the final game uh, before the All-Star break, before the League Cup, before a one-month, roughly one-month break for MLS squads. How uh, How's it going, my guy? I'm pretty sad. Last, last, last day of MLS or like the next month, we're going to be – fucking barren when it comes to soccer until the start of august uh it is brutal because this is like soccer is my money maker you know what i mean like i literally live off of betting on soccer so when i do not have soccer i suffer (laughs) we're all gonna stress over leagues cup uh have no idea how that's gonna go uh most of these teams have some of which maybe have never played before played before uh and then we also have the women's world cup which will also be probably difficult to bet uh, outside of like the U.S., um, England, maybe the Netherlands, I, I might just take a futures on on the U.S. winning it all. Uh, oh, that's good. That's a good one. I don't know what that price would be. Um, we'll see, man. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a, lo- a long month. Um, and then we, you know, when we come back, everything's all happening again. We got MLS. We got all the European leagues back. Uh, and if you haven't already subscribed, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel at MLS Gambling Podcast on YouTube. Got a lot of stuff going on over there. Uh, that's where we, we come out with our plays. Uh, also on Twitter at MLS SGPN. Uh, Jacob, if you're ready, man, you want to hop into it? Yeah, let's do this. All right. First up, we got Atlanta United hosting Orlando City. Atlanta plus 105 favorites. Orlando plus 235 underdogs. The draw plus 275. Over-unders at two and a half to three. Leaning towards actually a pick them. Uh, Atlanta beat Montreal 1 0 on the road, back to back wins. Orlando lost to Salt Lake 4 0 on the road, previously unbeaten in their last four. Atlanta has scored in every home match, hitting the team total over one and a half in eight of 11. And they've actually scored two goals uh, at home in their last five. 55% of their home games hit at least four goals. They have the highest uh, average match goal total at 3.41. Uh, and actually at home, it's 3.55. Uh, 10 out of 11 matches at home for Atlanta have gone over half a goal at half. And Orlando actually playing pretty well on the road. Uh, they're averaging about 1.4 goals on the road, tied for most in MLS for road goals. Atlanta's at home, scary proposition. Even against Orlando, don't have to travel that far. Uh, if Orlando gets one goal here, this number is going to easily soar. I think Atlanta are poised to get two to three minimum here. Uh, I'm back in the over two and a half at minus one thirty-eight. A little, little steeper than I'd like, but I, I'm I'm confident that we see at least three goals. I also like Atlanta team total over one and a half at minus one ten. Yeah, for sure. You know I, that Atlanta game. I thought <laughs> I thought New England was really going to blow them out the way that game started. It was like 2-0, 10 minutes into the game, and I was like, oh, this is easy cash. You know what I well, mean? Atlanta, Atlanta played Montreal. Oh, you know what? I'm looking at their last away game was against New England. Sorry. Uh, well, still, when they played New England uh, away, I thought that they still would have got more blown out than they did because Atlanta is definitely one of those teams that I've been talking about that is like a tale of two teams uh, on the road. They And this is going to be one of those situations. Uh, we see Orlando City has had goals pretty much in every game like Ty was talking about. So I think that they will do their part here. Um, you know, it's so weird though. Like you see a 4-0 loss to uh, Salt Lake and then a 4-0 win to Chicago at home. Um, I mean, uh, to Toronto and then a 3-0, a 3-1 win to Chicago. You know, Orlando's just really confusing. You know, they beat up on good teams, but they also, I mean, they beat up on bad teams. But when it comes to playing good teams, they also, they also just, 
I don't know. They, they're a really confusing team to me, and it makes my head hurt trying to figure out Orlando City sometimes. But yeah. uh, I do like goals here. Um, I definitely think that we'll see the Atlanta team total go over, but um, I'm actually just going to ride the three. I'll take the push here. Um, I like the better number at plus 120. So, nice. hell yeah. I mean, I think we, I think it might push, uh, but I'll take the shot and get into four. Yeah, might as well, uh, yeah. especially with Atlanta's average match goal total, the highest in the league, and uh, Orlando can score on the road. Uh, yeah, I mean, Orlando's we've seen four goals in the three straight Orlando games. You know yeah. what I mean? So. Yeah. yeah, even if they don't score, Atlanta might score four. <laughs> right. <laughs> sure. At home right now. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got Montreal hosting Charlotte. Montreal plus 110 favorites. Charlotte plus 235 underdogs. The draw plus 260 over unders at two and a half, uh, leaning towards the over. Uh, Montreal lost 3 nothing on the road at Chicago uh, midweek and then uh, lost their last three and their last two at home. They are 7-0 and three at home. Charlotte has drawn their last five matches, and they just drew Cincinnati 2-2 at home. Some of these teams, their uh, statistics and uh, previous matches were last week. Not every team uh, played uh, at the midweek slate, so uh, about 12 teams uh, were not in the midweek slate. So if you hear some previous results from last weekend – that's because they didn't play uh, at the midweek. But Montreal has seen under two and a half at home in eight of their 10. So both teams to score has only hit 10% at home. So one out of 10 matches at home has seen both teams to score. Three out of 22 of their matches on the season have seen both teams to score. Uh, that's the lowest in the league. Uh, they've allowed one goal at half at home. Uh, they failed to score their last four matches. Charlotte's kind of the opposite, right? They've scored in nine of 11 away, um, seeing 73% both teams to score on the road, uh, tons of goals. They do have the second worst expected goals in MLS, and they have the most goals allowed in MLS at 1.73. You look at Charlotte and you think, here we go for goals. Um, Montreal hardly sees both teams to score at home, so there's a chance that them as the home team don't score with their recent struggles. Not a big fan of this game across the board, I'm going to back Montreal first half, draw no bet. Right now it's at minus 157. I'd still back that. Um, but more importantly, I like both teams to score no. Uh, that's going to be kind of my trend for uh, the week this week is a lot of both teams to score no. Um, yes, this could blow up in my face with Charlotte's, you know, great, great scoring on the road. But if Charlotte, you know, scores a couple, there's a chance that Montreal doesn't score at all either. So, what do you like in this one? Well, you know, it's crazy. Montreal has seen both teams to score no in nine straight home games. It's wild. So, yeah, I know. And you know, it's crazy. Um, I'm on. I'm all over the under in this. Uh, I think motivation factor is a big part in this. You know, day before break, these two teams sitting, I think, outside of the top ten at this point. Um, and I think they just kind of want to get to All Star break and get it over with. So I think we might see a real lackluster performance um, in this one. Um, you know, so if you, I would take a look at this live for sure, but the total, um, when it comes to this, the over, I mean, the under three, it's probably gonna be really juicy here. Um, minus 168. So maybe we take a look at the like 0. 0.275, um, for the under. Uh, but the other thing I was thinking that if it does stay under, I also like the draw. Um, and I think that if they're not scoring, I think we could see, potentially a 1-1 finish or a 0-0 finish. Um, definitely like a first-half draw is definitely a good look here too, a plus-125. But uh, these two teams, like I said, having, I feel like, lackluster performances might be slow to start. Uh, I could definitely see a first-half draw and possibly a game draw too. Yeah, 100%. I think any low-scoring match in MLS, you definitely got to look at like the first-half draws, full-time draws, and unders for sure. I do like the under 2.75. I might have to – might have to bank that in there as well. Um, I'll allow it. <laughs> you'll allow it. There you go. Uh, let's take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. Circa Sports. Circa Millions plus Circa Survivor are back. $14 million in guaranteed prizes up for grabs. Cir Circa Millions, five NFL picks against the spread each week, and Circa Survivor. Just pick a different Moneyline winner each week. Enter in Vegas. Play from anywhere. Sports Gambling Podcast will be out there in Vegas the last weekend in August. Circus Hunt for all the details. Circusports.com. What would you do with all that money if you won, Jacob? I don't know. I would probably bank on Cincinnati to come out of their slump 
and score the first goal against Nashville this week. Uh, but I don't know if I want to spend all of my winnings on that play because Nashville is a solid team. Uh, next up, we have Cincinnati hosting Nashville. Cincinnati, even money right now. Uh, Nashville plus 270. The draw plus 260. Over-under is at two and a half, leaning towards the under. Uh, Cincy, 10-1-0 at home. They've only lost two games, both on the road, have not lost at home. They beat the Red Bulls 2-1 uh, on the road. Unfortunately, they did not score first, uh, which broke my heart again. Uh, they've scored in every home game. They've scored first in every home game. Uh, they're only allowing 0.64 goals at home. Nashville lost 2-0 at home to Philly. Wasn't I was on Nashville for that entire match. Uh, no away games have seen over three and a half. The second lowest average match goal total at 1.82 and the fewest goals allowed in MLS at 0.83. Uh, the obvious play is to back Cincinnati here. Nashville are a good squad, but have been struggling late. Uh, Cincinnati at home, you know, look like this juggernaut that you do not want to face. Uh, both of these teams are going to make it hard to get scored on. I don't think we see a lot of goals here. Two of the best defenses in the league. I'm going back to the well. I know we're, we got to break the streak. I think since he scores first, minus 140. I, until until I start losing lots and lots of money, which I you know I have a big enough bankroll from how many times they've scored first, and they have scored first 100% of the time at home. I like it. I like Cincinnati money line at even money. I also like both teams to score. No, at minus 105. Yeah, for sure. You know, Nashville and both teams score no five straight games. So something to think about. Um, you know, I really like uh, Hanny Mukhtar's performance. I got to say, I don't know if you knew this, but they had like a, an offer recently from another club for like a bajillion dollars for him um, that they promptly shut down because why would you, you know, trade away your best player who's in the hunt for back-to-back -back golden boots and uh, the MVP award? Uh, he'd be the first player, I think, ever, or at least like, in the last, like, since the start of MLS, basically, to do back-to-back -back, uh, doubles on both. So yeah. if he get the Golden Boot and MVP again, he'd be the first player to do that in two years in a row, have them both. Um, and he really he really carries this, him, this team. Uh, him and Walker Zimmerman, the two all-star selections from Nashville, um, have both been playing really well. Um, but at recently, you know, they've just been on the road for so long. And I yeah. think that's the start of the show here. Uh, three out of the last five games on the road, only winning one out of the two other home games, losing 2-0 to Philly. Uh, I think this is just a bad spot for Nashville here. Uh, and I think Cincinnati can at least get on the board and get some goals. Um, so, you know, I, in, all, in all honesty, I might just stay away from this game just because Nashville is so dangerous. Um, you know, everything I just said, besides, I'm still trying to be a smart better here uh, and I don't need to force a bet. So um, I'm going to take a look at lineups and that kind of thing as we get closer to uh, game day. And uh, yeah, we'll go from there. Check, check out Twitter, you know, the socials for some more info and plays during the week. For sure. Yeah, no, it's, it's smart, especially with Nashville. They are a good team. I, I just, I feel Cincinnati at home um, want to go into the break uh, with the, with the W. I mean, Nashville very well could, you know, draw it, draw it against Cincinnati, but yeah, I just Cincinnati are, are so, you know, I just, so I, and I just can't believe that Cincinnati was such dog going into the game versus Red Bull last week. I mean, that was a gimme. Uh, I mean, if I'd ever seen one, plus, what, 200 favorites for the number one team? How are you giving the number one team in any sport against anybody uh, uh, as a plus 200 plus dog? And, and it just seemed ridiculous to me. So Exactly. Exactly. I don't know. It's crazy. I wish I, I would have taken a live. I wish I would have taken a live bet on Cincinnati uh, after they tied it one-one and picked them to, to come back uh, and, and win. I didn't, but now I know that they are capable of it. Yeah. Uh, next up, the Revolution hosting DC United. Revolution plus one ten, uh, DC plus two twenty-five. Draw plus two seventy. Over/unders at two and a half to three, leaning towards the under. Uh, the Revolution beat Atlanta, like you were saying, at home uh, last week. Over two and a half in their last six. Both teams to score in their last six. Team total over one and a half in their last six. They've scored in every home match. Um, you know, 2.27 goals scored at home. Haven't been losing at half at home. 
DC drew Miami 2-2 at home, two straight unders, and also haven't been leading at half on the road. So not a lot of positive information coming from DC, except for Wayne Rooney going to be the MLS All-Star coach. This is short and simple for me. Uh, the Revolution are 8-3-0 at home, have not lost. Back the Revs to dismantle DC United here, win once again at home. Um, I like Revolution. Draw no bet first half, minus 155. I think that's a great price. Uh, I also like the Revolution minus 0.25 at minus 120. Uh, and then I also like the team total for the Revs to go over uh, one and a half at minus 102. Great plays there. I think it's I think it's trending in the Revolution direction. I think Bruce Arena and his squad want to, want to uh, go into the All-Star break on a positive foot. Yeah, definitely. You know, I actually, I'm really, I'm going to make a real effort to try and get to this game because it's the last one before All-Star break. Um, and my birthday's in a couple of days, so I'm thinking maybe it's like a little birthday present to myself, go get treated by the Rev for this game. Um, oh. But after their domination of last week, um, I think that they're flying high, and I think that continues heading into the break. Um, you know, they have been dominant over this D.C. United team in recent history. Uh, their last 10, they've gone 8-1-1 one, one versus D.C. United. Um, one thing to know that they have seen um, in seven out of the last 10 games between these two have seen both teams to score. So we do get some competitive matches here, but uh, new England is just uh, too much of a dominant beast for them. And while DC United has performed, um, you know, relatively better than expected, uh, you know, they're not losing every game in a row. Uh, <laughs> their, uh, their road record just is a nightmare. Um, so I, you know, get your paper and pencil ready because I am all over um, New England team total uh, over one and a half. I'm all over New England minus 0.75. And nice. I also like the uh, game total over three. Oh, game total over three. All right. We're, we're seeing uh, we're seeing goals for Jacob's birthday. Let's go. Happy birthday, Jacob. How old are you turning? 34. 34 or 34? 34. 34. 24 i wish <laughs> you wish you were turning 34 no i am turning 34 oh you are turning 34 i yeah. thought you were saying you were turning 24 i was like no no i said i wish i was turning 24 i was like i was like why is he wishing he was old or older I was like, <laughs> that makes no sense no um no. heck yeah man you uh so is your birthday on sunday or saturday oh it's my birthday is, is the 20th so it's next week next week okay yeah, yeah. so there's no there's no games next week, but yes, please celebrate. Please live, uh, live record. I'm oh so yeah, if I go to the game, we're bringing all the camera equipment and the whole nine. Um, I actually did sign up for a virtual um, press conference with Bruce Arena and an MLS player. It is this afternoon, actually. Nice. So Excited. I have the link. I get to call. I'll get to call in if I want to. I can like ask a question, you know, that kind of thing. So um, actually, you know, for next. Next week, when we return for listeners, if you have a question you want me to ask Bruce Arena in the next press conference, uh, when we return from uh, you know, break, put in the comments, and I'll see what I can do. Let's go. I love that. Do you know who the player's going to be or not yet? They don't, no, they it's just a surprise. It's really it's probably whoever has free time at, the, at that at that moment, but probably. uh, yeah, yeah, it'd, it'd sick, cool. yeah. Sick. Hey, let's take a quick break again to hear from our sponsors. We're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Best Ball Mania 4 is here, and Underdog Fantasy is giving away $15 million in prizes. Underdog Pick'em is also a great way to get down on your favorite MLB and NFL season player props. So many ways to win over on Underdog, and Underdog is available in so many states. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. All right, we are rolling along. We got Philadelphia Union hosting New York City FC. Philadelphia minus 110 favorites. New York City plus 280 underdogs. The draw plus 270 over-unders at two and a half, leaning towards the over. Union beat Nashville to nothing on the road. A quality win against a Nashville squad who does not lose on the road. Uh, Union, six goals allowed at home. They've scored an eight of 10. They're only allowing, like I just said, about six goals. So about 0.6 at home. Uh, third best in MLS. 
New York City, one win on the road, seven draws, though. They just drew Columbus 1-1, undefeated in their last eight, and seven of those eight have been draws. They've only seen over two and a half, uh, two out of 13 on the road, seven out of 23 overall, which is the fewest in MLS, uh, four straight unders, first half seeing under one and a half, 85% of the time on the road. New York City hardly ever sees more than a goal at half. Union obviously can score at home uh, with with Gazdag. Uh, although New York City has scored recently, I don't see this number getting above three goals. The over for New York City makes me believe uh, we will see a low-scoring match in which the Union win, just because New York City are, have the low, fewest over statistics, not scoring a lot, average match goal total really low on the road. Uh, I like Philly double chance um, under three Philly double chance and under three and a half at minus one twenty. The reason being New York city uh, is, you know, undefeated in their last eight, seven of eight have been drawn. This push, this is some push protection just in case, um, you know, New York city somehow get a goal. I also like the under 2.75 uh, minus what's it at now? Minus one twenty two. Yeah. Back to that. Question, did you add the under three and a half because you needed to to get the line low enough for the double chance? Um, yes. Because right, the double right, chance is probably steep for that, right? Yeah, Philadelphia Union double chance right now at home is minus 345. Oh, yeah. No. So, so, that, so, yeah, that plus the under is basically a solid money line play. And just um, because the Union don't allow a lot of goals at home, I'm not sure. concerned about the union losing. I'm more concerned about like a one-one result. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah, I get you. We have drawn a lot, and so exactly wow. spot on. Um, you know, a lot of times if in a match, uh, and you look at the double chance and under four and a half, it's pretty bad. Usually, it's like minus two hundred, minus one eighty. So if you find uh, a low-scoring away team and can can get a good price for the double chance and under three and a half. It's it's almost um, banking that you're going to win as long as a lot of goals are not scored. Sure. Sorry about that. We are having crazy thunderstorms, and my dog is a big baby when it comes to thunder. Yeah, he's back. <laughs> uh, in, he's back in that play that I just gave out. Yeah, yeah. Kupo is on board, but I will say New York. Um, I don't know who makes these MLS schedules, but for four of the last five games on the road, I mean that is just it is a stretch to have to travel like that, and I, I mean. I think taking on this Philly team that has aspirations of a repeat um, and have been playing on fire at home. Um, come on. Uh, that, um, you know, I think New York might be in trouble here. I like Philly team total over. I do like both teams to score yes here just because Philly has been allowing some goals and we have seen New York score. But one thing I want to make clear is the last five teams that New York has played Columbus, which is good. Charlotte, Montreal, Portland, and Atlanta all played on, at home, um, you know, because they, they were on the road. So, you know, when I talk about the tail of two teams, they played Atlanta at home, who was pretty good. Um, Columbus at home, pretty good. Montreal at home, pretty good. Uh, and Portland, you know, is, is okay. But, you know, they have been able to perform and at least get a goal here. Um, so I'm kind of on the other side of this. I think we might see goals here. Uh, yeah, I mean, I do. Uh, I get Philly's, you know, hungry, but I, I feel like New York kind of just will can sneeze and get a goal and, it, you know, kind of accidentally score sometimes, you know, and we can count on that from them. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I am. I think I'm on board for goals in this game. Um, I, I can't pick a winner here, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. With the way New York City have been playing, it's it's just not worth backing the union. I, I mean, I do think the union win, um, but. I mean, undefeated in their last day, like you said, they've scored in six straight. Um, I just – I wasn't confident backing Philly teams. That's why I took the double chance. So you're, you're right sure. right there. Uh, next up, we have the Fire hosting Toronto. Fire minus 145. Favorites, Toronto plus 360. Uh, draw plus 310. Over-unders at 2.5 to 3, leaning towards the under at minus 118. Fire beat Montreal 3-0 at home. Won four of their last five. Uh, they, they have the worst expected goals in MLS at 0.87. Very bad. Uh, Toronto, not much better. Uh, they lost to St. Louis City at home, one nothing. Five straight losses, winless in their last eight. They haven't won a road game. 
They haven't scored in their previous three. Uh, they have one point over their last six matches. Uh, second fewest goals, 0.78 per match, 0.64 on the road. Eight out of 23 over two and a half. Uh, they've only seen one first half goal scored on the road. The predicament with this game to me is how do we get right? Chicago will most likely have to score three goals in order to even, you know, get that over two and a half. I mean, if you're taking the three to get to the push, I don't think we get there. Toronto have really struggled to generate any offensive threat. Uh, I like the fire first half money line. They've been leading in half and seven and 11 at home. It's not a surefire play and it is kind of risky, uh, but first half money line, take half a unit on the fire plus 125. I also like the fire uh, minus 0.75. Uh, you get that a little bit better price than the money line play at minus 115. You don't like those, take the under, under 2.75 at minus 120. I forgot I was on mute. You know, Toronto, I could say, might be the worst team in MLS. Uh, you know, they just do not perform well. When you take a look at their road record, um, they lose bad to bad teams. They lose bad to good teams. Uh, they just do not perform on the road. It just looks like they forget how to play soccer. Um, and the Chicago team, which isn't great, winners of four out of the last five on the move up the table, you know, in ninth place right now. Um, you know, I was leaning towards the Chicago team total over here. Um, but you know, they don't consistently score over one and a half goals enough. So I'm a little hesitant on taking that. I do think that fire get the win here, though, get the win here though. Um, so I might take a look at something like, uh, Chicago and under, I'm trying to get the line for you. Um, Chicago and under four and a half plus one Oh five Chicago nice. and under three and a half plus one fifty. Uh, so something like that I'm taking a look at. Um, but, you know, like I, like like we say, you know, check back for the official plays. But uh, that's what I'm leaning towards here. Yeah, no, I like that a lot. I would even maybe take Chicago double chance under three and a half. It's probably not like plus money, but, you know, saves you some, sure. some protection, guarantees some wins if you see uh, scoring battles. Right. Uh, next up is Minnesota United hosting LAFC Minnesota plus 155. Uh, basically an even play here. LAFC plus 155 on the road. The draw plus 270. Over-unders at two and a half to three, leaning towards the over. Uh, Minnesota beat Houston three nothing on the road. Minnesota, for some reason, plays significantly better on the road than at home. Uh, five of their seven wins on the road. Uh, they've drawn five games uh, of their nine at home. Not very good. Last five, they've seen over two and a half, scored an eight of nine at home. Um, both teams have scored seven out of nine at home. Uh, they only hit two goals at home in one of nine. Uh, they've only been losing at half also in one of nine. Uh, LAFC just beat St. Louis at home three nothing. They're only leading one of ten at half. They do have the second best expected goals at 1.88. Um, Minnesota is probably the reverse for a lot of teams, right? Being really good on the road, not being very good at home. Uh, Austin FC also went in there and, and beat them 4-1. Rather than banking both teams to score, which is at minus 175, um, I just I can't back that. I would rather lean the total here. I'm back in over two and a half. Um, it's minus 145, so not the best play. Um, but because they typically are not losing at half and LAFC aren't winning at half on the road, I'm going to back Minnesota draw no bet. Uh, for the first half at minus 110. You know, I feel like every time I look at LAFC's record, it just looks like garbage, but they're still in second place. I yeah. just don't I don't understand how they've been playing so poorly and are still so high up on the table. I mean, I guess it's because they had such a red-hot start to the season, exactly. but, I mean, they could slip and slip fast because there are people on their heels, um, you know, in that division – uh, looking to climb the table and secure a playoff spot and, you know, make a deep run. Uh, but for this game, um, I think I'm looking at like a both team to score. Yes. Here. And kind of leaving it at that. Uh, even, at, even at minus minus one seventy five. I, that's the only play I like here. Really. Um, I, I don't think I can pick a winner. Um, you know, I may take a look at like a Dennis Buanga to score anytime. Yeah. Uh, plus one ninety five, something like that. If there's going to be a goal, I think he's probably the guy to score it. Maybe, uh, yeah. Goal or assist kind of play uh, that probably brings it down to like 
plus 100 or maybe you know like minus 130 something like that um i don't have it in front of me but i figured you know it'd probably be something like that but uh that's all i really like here um you know i'm like i said i'm gonna be a little hesitant and careful with my selections because it is the last game before all-star break so i just want to reiterate for our listeners careful with your bankroll things can get a little tricky when it comes to to this time why do you why are you uh hesitant before the all-star break just because uh, I mean, you know, physical, mental—I uh, mean, mental preparedness f- from the teams, motivation to play right now. Uh, I get they're still in the hunt, but you know, if you guys just played 26 weeks, have had a million games in a row, just played a couple days ago, just played before that, had a crazy—I think it was LAFC—had a crazy June full of like, like what was it, like eight games in two weeks or three weeks, or whatever, some craziness. Um, and I think that they're just, they're just kind of looking for this to be over and. To get to the break, so that, that's yeah, just maybe, my concern here. Maybe some players checked out. I think that makes sense. Um, I'm like, I'm I'm thinking reverse to be honest, but I, I oh, see yeah. where, I see where you're coming from. Like, you know, maybe some some players are already thinking like, hey, where am I going on vacation? Like, what am, what are my plans next week? Knowing we don't have a game, right? Like you have leagues cup, so it's not like a full break, but it's a break from MLS. Uh, I'm on the contrary, thinking that teams will want to go into the break with momentum, but you never know, right? Like, I don't know, like it's MLS is weird. And I know um, leagues have this too. Um, Midweek games, like they screw up everything. If we were just on a one, one, one game per week basis, it'd be perfect. But uh, Hey, we get more soccer, so I can't really complain. Um Next up, we got St. Louis City hosting Inter Miami. St. Louis minus one seventy favorites. Uh, Inter Miami plus four hundred. Draw plus three forty. Over unders at three, leaning towards the under. St. Louis City minus one seventy favorites is not where I want to be right now. Uh, they just lost three nothing to LAFC. Uh, they've seen over two and a half and eight of eleven at home. Third highest average goal total at home, three point two seven. Uh, all seven wins at home have been by more than a goal, and they've not been losing at half. Uh, at home 15 to two is the goal differential in the first half at home 15 to two uh, Miami won one and eight on the road they drew DC United on the road two two three straight draws haven't kept a clean sheet uh, no wins in the last 10 uh, allowed the first goal in eight of 10 uh, fourth most goals allowed uh, in MLS only leading at half and one of 10 on the road Miami's not going to have Messi not going to have Busquets not going to have Alba uh, for this one most likely, you know, these lines will change uh, once we get, you know, MLS back here in about a month. Uh, but Miami has been able to keep themselves in games recently. I do like both teams to score, uh, which is right now at minus 145. But more so, I'm back in St. Louis City first half money line uh, at plus 110. I just think after a bad loss at LAFC, I mean, LAFC at home, you know, you probably should lose that game. Um, but I got to back St. Louis city to come out, come out hot. Uh, and then I also like St. Louis city double chance and over two and a half, which is minus one Oh five. None of the plays that I like with them um, with how heavily favored they are as the money line favorites. Maybe you look at minus one St. Louis city, because like I said, they all of their wins have been more than a, by more than a goal, but even minus one at minus one Oh five just doesn't excite me. Sure. Uh, you know, for for this game, you know, uh, uh, with one week to go for the start of Messi, I think Inter is in that mode where it's just like, let's get to Messi. <laughs> uh, you know, he his start date is yeah. eligible for July 21st. So we will um, see that when we get back from the break. Um, but yeah, the St. Louis lines are all steep. Minus 170 for the team total, minus 170 for the game. Um but you know what? On a slate where I don't have many like real like super locks, um, I'm sticking with my old favorite here, and I am banking on St. Louis to dominate this inner inner team. So I'm actually going to do a ladder here. I'm going to take the over one and a half, and I'm going to take uh-huh. the over two and a half plus one seventy eight. Um, I think that we can definitely see three goals from St. Louis against this inner team. Uh, so I'm going to bank on that. Um, yeah, I was thinking about maybe taking the game total at three. Uh, I might be on that too. Uh, this might be one of my heaviest bet games of the week. Yeah, I, I really do like that too. I mean, I think St. Louis, 
at home, coming off a loss against an Inter Miami squad who does not care about anything other than when is Messi arriving. It's not this game. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, right. I'm with you on that. Uh, and, and I gotta say, you awesome. know, when I when I when I say you know some teams are you know just ready to get in the break, some teams are also going to take advantage of that. And teams like St. Louis, who are really trying to get some separation between themselves and the rest of the table, um, you know, because it be in first place. Um, these are the opportunities where they'll try and like dominate a team at home and, you know, get all three points here. Spot on. Yeah, yeah. I could not agree more. Um, Austin FC hosting Sporting Kansas City. Austin FC plus 120, Sporting Kansas City plus 205, the draw plus 270, over unders at two and a half to three, leaning towards slightly towards the under. Uh, Austin lost two nothing, or excuse me, two one on the road at Vancouver. Previously unbeaten in their last four. First time uh, that I'm in Colorado where Austin FC have lost uh, eight of their last nine over two and a half, scoring eleven straight. Sporting Kansas City last three I've seen over two and a half. They tied Salt Salt Lake two two. Uh, there's a good chance, like we've talked about uh, this entire pod, this game might be a flop. Uh, Austin's has kept a clean sheet, 45% at home. Sporting Kansas City has failed to score in 42% away. Austin should really rally around uh, the break coming up, and I think at home they get all three points. Usually I have a good feeling for Austin matches, and the play I keep coming back to is the over in this one. Um, I think we see a couple of goals. I like over two and a half at minus 134. Uh, I also like a first half over one at minus 136. And then if you don't like those, back Austin minus 0.25 at minus 110. Uh, the nice thing with that versus the money line play, uh, you get half your bet uh, back if they uh, ultimately don't win and they draw. Uh, so it's a little bit better price for double chance, but it's more like push protection uh, is if there is a draw. Sure. Um, you know, you have always had the better read on Austin than I have, but you know, this is a tricky game with this Kansas City team who has drawn three out of the last five and taken yeah. on an Austin team winners of three out of the last five. One thing I do think we see here is a lot is goals. Um, I do like that here. History between these two teams has repeatedly shown that they score against each other a lot. So I might be taking a look at like uh, both teams to score yes and over two and a half play here. Um, you know, I don't usually play too many of those. But I think the the um, I think the match calls for it because of the both teams to score yes is minus one sixty, so it's a little juicy. Uh, and uh, where is it? Both teams to score yes and over two and a half is at minus one hundred five. Um, so we might get uh, you know a good hit there. Um, but otherwise, um, yeah, I mean. I'm just taking a look at the total here. I mean, I'm taking maybe I want to play the 0.275. I mean, but really the only thing I like here, I mean, really I'm kind of forcing the over two and a half. I really just like both teams to score yes here. That is the, the play I am most confident in. But to give you guys a little excitement, maybe something else to bet on, we might see three goals here. Um, I think that's, you know, more likely than not. So take the shot on the on the combo play. And probably a little bit better odds. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Minus 160 to minus 105. So yeah. You know, can one of these teams score twice? That's what we'll need. Yep, exactly. Uh, the Rapids hosting Dynamo plus one twenty for the Rapids. Dynamo plus two twenty. Uh, the draw plus two sixty. Over unders at two and a half, leaning towards the over uh, at minus one fifteen. Rapids beat Dallas two one at home last week for their first home win of the season, uh, which is terrible. Uh, undefeated in their last three at home though, uh, but they haven't been leading at half at home. They've been drawn eight of ten. Uh, at half at home. Um, second lowest average goal total, 1.7. Fewest goals scored, 0. 0.76, 0. 0.7 at home. Uh, lowest percentage of first half goals at home, 40%. Dynamo, lost 3-0 at home versus Minnesota. Only have one win on the road. Uh, a tale of, of home and away for the Dynamo. Uh, seven out of eight wins have been at home. Um, only one of 11 matches on the road for them. They've scored more than one goal and they've conceded in 10 of 11. Uh, they average pretty bad at 0.64 goals on the road. Um, this has the recipe for a low scoring match. I'd be going to this game in Colorado. If I wasn't already going to, uh, the Colorado Rockies versus Yankees Ooh. game, uh, this Saturday. So oh, super- that'd be fun. Also Taylor Swift is in town. Uh, I went to see her with, um, my fiance in Houston uh, back in April, which was super exciting, super cool, super exciting. She's in Denver 
uh, this weekend. I'm not going to that unless we pay up. Uh, so who knows? Maybe. But uh, we've got a busy weekend here in Colorado. Colorado hasn't been leading at half uh, with nine draws and 11 home matches. Um, I'm taking both teams to score no at plus 110. I really do like that. I also like the under 2.75 at minus 130. If you don't like either of those, maybe take a half unit on the first half draw at plus 125. I don't think we're, we see lots of goals in this one. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm sorry. I lost my place on the page. Um, you know, Houston really fucked me last week. I got to say, excuse my language, but I really needed them to get their team total over one and a half. And while they are a tale of two teams, they have been playing so well. Um, I, I felt at least uh, up until that point, especially going against the Minnesota team who I don't have much faith in. Uh, but yeah, the Houston really let me down here. Um, and Colorado, um, you know, just isn't very good either. You know, they did not score in four out of the last five home games. I mean, that is sad. Um, so um, I actually might take a look at a Houston win here. Um, okay. Yeah, you know, I, I, while both of these teams are not performing well, I still think Houston has more firepower than Colorado does. Is a better overall team. Might be a little salty after that last week. And because they are kind of sitting in the middle of the pack and might have some aspirations for a playoff run, they will need to get some wins. So this is a team where like every win is important. Um, Unlike Colorado where they know their season's over already, Um, you know, Houston's kind of still in the hunt. So um, I'm definitely going to be taking a look at uh, maybe a Houston draw no bet Um, because with the lineup plus 220, you're still getting plus 134 draw no bet. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I, no. I can't disagree with you. The only thing with me is Houston on the road. Um, I know, I know, terrible. But but it, but like, I mean, you know, you're. It's not like you're. You are taking a chance, but Colorado has one home win, uh, and they're right. the worst team in MLS. Right? Not only not only just one home win, but they don't score at home. You know, I could tell uh, Houston yep. might just need one goal. Uh, why not Houston 100%. win here? Yeah, exactly, and and that's why I took both teams to score. No, I took the under. Um, I, you know, hopefully we didn't just jinx it and that we have, uh, knock on wood, <laughs> knock on wood, right? Uh, next up, we got Salt Lake hosting the Red Bulls. Salt Lake, even money right now. Red Bulls plus 260, the drop plus 270. Over unders at two and a half, uh, basically as a pick them at uh, minus 110. Salt Lake drew Sporting Kansas City 2 2 on the road, undefeated in their last eight with five wins, over two and a half and eight of 11. They have the highest expected goals in MLS, tied with LAFC at 1.88. Red Bulls lost to Cincy 2-1 at home. Only one win on the road. They have seen also over 2.5 in their last six. Uh, but only one of 10 away matches have seen over 2.5. They haven't scored more than a goal in an away match this season. Uh, they only average about 0.5 goals per away match. Um, they have the fewest away goals allowed uh, in MLS. So I don't see a way in which I could back the Red Bulls. Um Yes, both of these teams, actually more so Salt Lake, hits the over tremendously often, especially at home. The Red Bulls, though, have a stout defense on the road. Uh, so it's hard for me to look at, you know, Salt Lake scoring a ton. I think they might, uh, but I'd rather, you know, rock with uh, Salt Lake minus 0.25 on the spread right now at minus 135. Sure. Um you know what I like here, and uh, and I'm going to take something I don't usually take. I am actually looking at corners in this game. Nice. Uh, there are some unique trends when it comes to Salt Lake and Red Bull. Um, so two out of the last three uh, Salt Lake meetings, um, yeah, I mean, just overall games have ended with over eight and a half corners. Uh, three consecutive Red Bull games have also finished with over eight and a half corners. Um, so I think I might be looking at a over eight and a half or over nine and a half corners here. Um, I mean, the other option you have is you could take it per team and minus 165 for over three and a half for Red Bull, which I can see, and over four and a half for Real Salt Lake. Um, so, you know, that and that will give you the option to kind of get it lower to eight corners without having to pay the 175. It's not much of a difference on the juice, um, but it's definitely something I'm taking a look at. Otherwise, uh, Red Bull doesn't travel well, and Real Salt Lake has been playing well at home. So um, I think I might be taking a shot here on uh, – I'm sorry, I'm taking forever to scroll up. Uh, I might be taking a shot here 
at the Real Salt Lake even. Um, maybe Real Salt Lake and over one and a half. That might be another option here. Um, yes. But there's a couple ways to play this. Um, and I think it's all going to be involved with Real Salt Lake winning. So make sure you check out the socials. And uh, yeah, like like we said, we'll have more plays posted and um, some more official stuff as we get closer. But this is another one of those games, man. It's you know, two shit teams <laughs> trying to play. You know, I, I don't know why. I just I do not know. like Salt Lake. Red Bull. Salt Lake, though, has. I mean, yes, you turn it around. They have turned around. Yeah, they have. They they were pretty bad early on. Um, but yes, New York Red Bulls. They're in fourth place right now. Yeah, you know what I mean. Who else, I mean, no, who else has turned around? Austin. I think we're uh, in fifth. Yeah, uh, you gotta you gotta leave the city for it to happen. I know. I know. Somebody <laughs> was joking about that with me. Uh, my good buddy in Australia uh, was like, "Yeah, once you." He's also an Austin fan, and he was like, "Once you left Austin, they're all of a sudden good." And I was <laughs> like, "Well, I was there all of last year when we made it to the Western Conference Finals." Right. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, I think it's just we got Drew. I know this is off on a tangent, but we got Drew UC back. Fugunas is healthy. I don't know what we I don't know if we need to bring in any more players necessarily. Our center back duo was honestly the biggest culprit uh, for us. Our biggest struggles. We have Kip Keller, who's a second year uh, player, along with Cascante. Cascante has been there. But Kip Keller, man, he he he's just he's young. He's young. He's learning. Uh, he's two years out of just college, not even like uh, any other league. So, um, yeah, so that's my little Austin take. Uh, but next up, we got Portland hosting the crew. Portland plus 120 favorites, crew plus 205, plus 275. This is the draw. Over-unders at two and a half to three, leaning towards the over. It's crazy how in uh, soccer, you know, uh, a team that is plus money uh, can be the favorite. Uh, right. This, I mean, it's because you have the three, the three lines, but yeah. Right. Uh, Portland lost four nothing, four one at Minnesota. Um, you know, haven't won in their last four. Scored an eight of ten at home. Both teams to score in their last three. Uh, they haven't been losing at half at home. The Crew drew New York City one one at home. Undefeated in their last eight with five wins. Um, scored in nine of ten away. Conceded in nine of ten away. Both teams to score hitting 80% on the road. Second highest goal average, 3.32. Most goals scored, 1.95 per match in MLS. I like Columbus in this one. Both teams to score minus 165. It's probably a little too high. Uh, I actually think it probably could be higher. I think it could be like minus 180. Um, combining it with the over uh, is, I think, the play if you don't like just taking both teams to score straight up. But I would rather go with back to the well with my double chances Take Columbus double chance and over one and a half plus 110. You don't like that? Take Columbus draw no bet right now at plus 128. If you're like, I want, I want to be on Portland, I want to take some type of Portland play. Take Portland draw no bet first half minus 143. They haven't been losing at half at home, uh, but I would prefer to take Columbus here. Yeah, for sure. You know, this game reminds me of the Cincinnati game last week. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. Columbus is a good team. Uh, on the road where, you know, they, you know, where everyone in MLS struggles. So I can't put too much against them for that, but I don't like this Portland team. Um, I don't think they play well. They're getting blown out by bad teams. Um, they're not winning when they should be. Um, and when they lose, they lose bad. I mean, their home record isn't terrible. They've only lost three home games. So don't get me wrong. Um, but the competition that they played at the time, um, I think you really need to look at these situationally. Um, you know, Portland versus Chicago, Portland versus Minnesota, Portland versus Austin, the Galaxy. You know, these are some of the teams that were struggling at the time. So I think some of those wins might be skewed because of, you know, situational, you know, because of situations. Um, but, I, you know, Columbus is another team that I think is, um, you know, believing they need every win they can get right now sitting in a good place. Um, so I like their team. I'm actually going to ride their team total over one and a half, Ooh, uh, which should be pretty, which should be a pretty good play here. Uh, plus 147. Uh, I really like that. Uh, and I'm also going to take uh, Columbus draw no bet plus 128. Um, if you want to get risky here, I'm going to go like a Columbus crew minus one plus 425. You know what I mean? If anything, you get the push. Uh, but I do not think Portland wins here. I think this is all about Columbus. Yeah, I'm glad we're on that. Yeah, Columbus has, has been performing well. Um, and yeah, I think they need the points. Obviously, every team needs points now at this point of the season, but I think Columbus need it way more than Portland. Right. Uh, Seattle hosting FC Dallas. 
minus 140 for Seattle. Uh, Dallas plus 390 draw, plus 280. Over-unders at two and a half, uh, leaning towards the under at minus 125. Uh, Seattle lost to San Jose on the road, 2 nothing. 75% or nine of their 12 matches at home this season have been clean sheets. Three straight shutouts at home, five straight unders, second lowest average match goal total uh, at home, 1.58. Third fewest goals scored at home, 1.17, only above Colorado and Toronto. Not a good place for Seattle at home. They, have, they do have the best defense at home, 0.42 goals allowed. They have the second best defense in all of MLS. Seven out of 23, both teams to score, which is the second fewest in MLS. Dallas lost two to one on the road. Um, they've lost four of their last five, six of their last eight. They have scored eight, 11 on the road, never hit over one and a half on the road. Uh, all of their away matches under four and a half and 10 of 11 under three and a half. Uh, they only average about 0.73 goals on the road, bottom five in expected goals. Dallas has been good about getting on the board, right? Getting a goal, but not more than that. They're going to be facing a juggernaut at home against Seattle. Jordan Morris, Jesus Ferreira coming back from the Gold Cup. I don't think they play uh, here. I think because for the U.S. men's national team, which speaking of huge dis disappointment losing to Panama, granted we didn't have our best players, uh, but doesn't matter. Exactly, and the, it's not like uh, you know these these players for the U.S. teams are playing in different leagues than the teams for can or for the players for Canada, the players for Panama. Most of the guys are MLS players. Same thing right. with Panama. Karaskia for Panama plays for the Houston Dynamos. It's just it's it's disappointing. I know we're going through like this transition of bringing uh, Greg Berhalter back, uh, but you can't lose to Panama. I get it. We get to the championship. We lose to Mexico, maybe Jamaica. We can't lose to Panama. We cannot lose to Panama. We almost lost to Canada. Uh, more probably more of a respectable loss in the quarterfinals, but still uh, disappointing. I don't think, and this goes for FC Cincinnati too with Brandon Vasquez. I don't know if these Gold Cup players will be back for these matches. They just played Wednesday night, uh, and they, you know, the U.S. men's national team had back-to-back -back, uh, extra time finishes uh, with with both going to penalties. I think a I ton just, of extra time, right? I can't, I can't imagine, um, you know, these guys are, are going to be playing in these matches. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, but if they're not playing, I think that only reinforces, you know, low scoring battle here. Uh, yeah. So for this one, I'm back in both teams to score. No, minus 130. 75% of Seattle's home matches, clean sheets. And Seattle might not even score. Uh, I also like the under two and a half and minus 125. For sure. Um, you know, I think, I'm, I think I might just ride both of those with you. I think Dallas is in trouble on the road here against Seattle. Uh, I think I'm going to take uh, Seattle um, – you know, I think I might just take the Seattle money line and keep it simple. I think Dallas is in trouble. Even with the absences, I think Seattle at home um, can get this done. Honestly, I think it's just that simple for me. Yeah, 100%. And I'd be shocked if we see tons of goals. I mean, if Morris and Ferreira are in the lineup, that would worry me. But I, I just I have a feeling they're not going to be. Maybe they come on as subs. They, they both played a ton in the Gold Cup, and I think they need, need a rest, especially going into League's Cup. Sure. And, you know, um, I will say Seattle have conceded the fewest goals in MLS uh, at home. Uh, and also Seattle are best for uh, under one and a half goals for a game. Oh, shit. OK. Yeah. yeah. Uh, only uh, for Seattle, only 12 of the 23 games played have gone over one and a half. Um, Dallas is a little different. 15 of their 21 have. Uh, but, yeah, like I said, Seattle best in MLS for under basically under two goals for a game. So it's a one Oh finish. Wow. Or, or zero, zero finish. Yeah. So. Maybe take it under two. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe uh, Seattle and under three and a half or under four and a half. That'll probably get you some good plus money here. Let me take a look real quick. Uh, under four and a half minus one Oh five under three and a half plus one thirty five. Yeah. Spot on. Is that double chance or money line? No, that's Seattle and under um, four and a half or Seattle and under three and a half. But is it, so it's money. Money line. Money line. Yeah, yeah. Just, just a win. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the final game of the night, Saturday night, Vancouver Whitecaps hosting the LA Galaxy. Vancouver minus 125, Galaxy plus 295. The draw plus 320, over-unders at 3 to uh, 3.25. Uh, and I am absolutely livid right now because I already took this. 
under 3.25, and I took it earlier in the week at minus 145, and right now it's at minus 120. Uh, so obviously the odds improved, uh, which sucks because usually I can get better odds uh, early in the week, and this is not the case. So I'm like, I don't, I lose, I lose like ten dollars if I cash out early. Sure, so I'm just sticking with it. Whatever. Vancouver yeah. beat Austin two one at home. Last four have seen over two and a half. Uh, they the third highest expected goals in MLS at one point six six. Allowed a goal in eight straight in five straight at home. Galaxy one win on the road. Beat Philly three one at home. Back to back wins. Undefeated in their last seven. Three straight overs. Both teams of scores hitting a lot. Third most goals allowed, 1.57 per match. You know, this this could be a great game. Uh, the books want you to think that this is soaring over. They, You know, it very well could hit the over two and a half, right? I don't think we see four goals. I, I really don't. I think the books think that we're all dumb and that because of recent, the way that these teams have been playing recently, that it's just going to easily hit four goals. Hell no. That's not the case. It could it very well could, but anytime you see a under 3.25 as like the, the regular line, why would you not take that? Um, the Galaxy recent success is the reason I'm not backing Vancouver. Uh, I think Vancouver are, you know, reasonable favorites in this one, but Galaxy undefeated in their last seven back to back wins. Um, so, like I said before, my, my official plays under 3.25. Now it's at minus 120. I think that's a great play. I mean, honestly, if you find. Under three and a half at minus 150. I just, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we see lots of goals, uh, but four goals just feels like a lot. Sure. You know, I mean, honestly, this is a game where it's either going to be feast or famine. It's going to either going to be a total shootout or uh, a zero zero draw final. Uh, yeah. You know, I just think Vancouver is, while they lost two out of their last three games, uh, one was at home, one was away. Um, but we have seen them give up goals, so I do like the both. I know it's crazy expensive, minus 200. Both teams to score, yes. I just like to say, I'm, I'm probably not going to play that, but I do think it happens. So I think we see at least two goals in this game. Um, I like Vancouver's team total over one and a half, minus 165. I know it's juicy, it's a lot, but um, you know, there's not very many options for this game. Uh, I'm going to stay away from picking a winner here because I could definitely see a draw, um, but um. You know, I I'm, think I'm going to take the the over three, um, and I'm going to go I'm going to go against you here. Um, you know, I just think that with the performances that we've seen recently uh, in Vancouver at home uh, and Galaxy trying to turn things around a little bit, apparently they've been scoring. They got over one and a half team totals in four out of the last five games. They scored two or more two or more goals. Um, so you know, this actually could end up being like one of the most exciting matches of the week. Yeah, it 100% can. I, I'm just – I'm going against the books. I'm like, sure. these guys – you usually don't see – you see these lines like in Europe for right. like Real Madrid, you know, Liverpool, whoever, score lots of goals. These teams can score. I, I definitely think they can. I just – you know, maybe I'm thinking of your mindset of like some of these teams, some of these players may be checked out. Maybe that means no goals are scored. Maybe that means that defenses collapse and we see tons of goals. So sure. who honestly knows – I do. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, that wraps up week 26 of the MLS Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm Ty Roder at TRODS1019. Uh, my good friend Jacob at Pick Management on Twitter. We also have our own Twitter at MLSSGPN. Make sure to like, follow, subscribe on, on YouTube, on Twitter. It helps us out tremendously. Uh, our sponsors are great. We got a lot of cool stuff coming up. Uh, you know, we're going to do another giveaway. Shout out to Nick Sauce now. Just sent him a mug uh, for, for winning the contest last week. Hopefully, he he, uh, he enjoys some some good coffee. I had the exact same mug uh, as what him. What mug is it? It's just an SGPN. Uh, I didn't know if you were going to do the custom MLS gambling podcast one I had made. No, I didn't. I, you know, I got my special logo on. Oh, okay, there you go. Special logo with our our custom yeah MLS. Uh, but we're gonna have more contests. We're gonna have a lot coming up. Uh, so, so be sure to tune in, uh, and you know, honestly, give us a, give us a shout for your play of the game on, on YouTube, comment what you like, who knows, maybe Jacob and I will take some, uh, some, some, uh, plays from you all and win some money. So always, yeah, always sure. to hear what you like, some bankers of the week, some parlays, 
I don't know if I heard a alt-line parlay, Jacob. Did you have nope, that? Nope, I did not give it out yet, but you can expect to get that. Make sure you uh, follow the socials. Um, I'll put it out later today so you can get on it early. Uh, but yeah, got to follow us on uh, Twitter at the uh, at MLS SGPN. Uh, follow me at Pick Management. Uh, I got a whole bunch of cool stuff going on. Uh, there's some great articles on SGPN by me. Ty was selected for a second week in a row as a uh, best win of the week. Uh, you know, so uh, selection for his zero uh, zero. Uh, it was uh, under 1.25 in the Toronto versus St. Louis game, which had a zero zero finish at the half. So uh, Ty, way to go for your second week in a row. Uh, and yeah, the MLS Gambling Podcast. We are really trying to take off here. And listen, guys, we have like almost 500 views on YouTube per show. We only have 177 subscribers. The math is not working out. So if you're watching this show, if you haven't subscribed, do it now. Support us. Head over to your favorite podcast provider. Give us a five-star review. All that good stuff. Uh, and yeah, make sure to uh, check us out on all our socials, like I said. Uh, and I am uh, Jacob at Pick Management, and this is Ty at T Rod Ten Nineteen. Uh, oh, we will say this: now that MLS break is coming up, we will probably finally get to the uh, midseason award show. So we'll, we will be talking about that, and hopefully have that for you guys uh, during the next week or so. Yep, sounds good, man. Take it easy. All right.